Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get Pretty to work. Sure they're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. It's Charlie from El Mirage, who's now enrolled in Mark and Neanderthal's middle school. Three questions. We'll give you two out of three corrections, or you give us two out of three correct, and we'll give you some great white tickets. Okay. Are you ready, Charlie? Here we go. So this is Shark Week on Discovery Channel. I am going to read for you a title and a plot for a shark movie. You tell us if it's a real movie or a fake movie, okay? Okay. Yep. The movie is Sharktopus. The plot is a half-shark, half-octopus creature created for the military goes on a rampage of terror. Real or fake? Fake. No, I'm no, sorry. That's actually real. That's a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. here's, here's your next one. Sharkzilla. And the plot is Tokyo, Japan is terrorized by a giant dinosaur shark that can walk and blow fire. Real or fake? Fake. That is fake. Yeah. Nice job. But I wish it were real. Yep. <laughs> here's your last one. The movie would be Two-Headed Shark Attack. And the plot is a ship... Carrying a party of students is attacked and sunk by a monstrous mutated shark with two heads. Real or fake? I think that's real. That is real. Yeah. Very nice job. And uh, they're th- going to need a bigger boat. Yes. <laughs> much bigger boat. <laughs> two times the size boat. Yeah. And the scariest part of that movie is the lead female actress is uh, Brooke Hogan, Hulk oh. Hogan's daughter. Oh. Does she get eaten by the shark? Uh, I don't know if she does or not, but I can say that acting ability runs in the family. <laughs> or lack thereof. I was just going to say, I hope she gets eaten by the shark. <laughs> so hang on, Charlie. You're victorious. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Have yeah. a good day. Appreciate you listening, man. All right. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Brooke Hogan, boy. And it is Shark Week, by the way. Is it really? Yes. So be I, careful you know, out there. Are you? Are, do people? Is Shark Week still a thing, or is oh, it getting it's, bigger? Oh no, it's, it's yeah, it's huge. weird. Yeah. I watched it for the first couple of years, and I was like, okay, how many different uh, documentaries <laughs> on the Megalodon can I watch? Yeah, it, you know, but they got tons of celebrities involved. Oh now. yeah, no, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's I, I get it. It's yeah. just you know, it's almost like watching you know, you watch a football game. How many different football games can yeah. you watch? Well, they're all the same and yet different in, in, in their own thing. Yeah, the deeper you go, the more you find. I see what you did there, Mark and Neanderthal. I forgot to mention this yesterday. This was weird. Okay. While, while I was away. All right. Um, driving in Massachusetts, your home state. Yeah. And needed some gasoline. Okay. I pull into a station that's it's obviously just a small it's corner station in a small town. Four pumps all in single file. So, oh, yeah. You know, that, yeah that, like one, old school, old school New England gas town. Yeah. Yep. One yep. island. Yep. I pull in and there's a guy leaning on one of the pumps. Just kind of, it looks like he's been there for a little while. I'm that's, like, that's Fitzy. What is, like, what is this guy doing? I pull up to the pump. I'm just about to get out. And the guy comes over to the window, which I had rolled down. He goes, what can I get you? What? That's what I said. He goes, what can I get you? Gasoline. But, you know, I'm like, what? Is this full service? And it was. Wow. Yes, that's what I said. There are, I, I think there are only two states in, a, in the United States where you're not allowed to pump your own gas, but Massachusetts is not one of them. New Jersey is one. New Jersey is one, yeah. I you, think Wyoming or something like that is the other one, but I'm not sure. It was weird because I got yelled at when I was moving 
from Massachusetts. I don't know. I was moving Massachusetts to Kansas City uh, to, to Missouri. Uh, and we pulled over in New Jersey. And I get out of the truck, the, the moving truck. Yeah. And I go to put And the guy goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I go, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> like, I didn't know. Wait, I, was, I thought a fire, like, firing squad yeah, was like, going to come out and arrest me. I don't have a lit cigarette in my hand. What's yeah, the problem? It was, it was the strangest thing ever. I was, I, I, was, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to tackle me. It was like Terry Tate, office linebacker, was coming out of the, out of the booth. When's the last time? Have you ever had full service? Oh, no, I've had full service, but not since I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, there was a place called Quincy Oil uh, that we used to go to, and, and the guy would come out, and he looked like the soda jerk, you know, the white, yes, the white, white the complete, yes, the complete white outfit with the stupid, you know, the, the, the Gomer Pyle hat on, yep. the whole deal. And he would, not only would he pump your gas, while the gas was pumping in the, uh, the spigot behind your rear license plate, he would get out, he would pop the hood of your car, check your oil. That's right. And wash your windshield for you. Yeah. That was amazing. And, and by the way, gas was 59 cents a gallon way back then. Get oh. off my lawn. <laughs> so the yes. full service is back? Uh, it was at this station. I, cause I, I, I asked my brother about it because that's who lives there. And he said, he said occasionally you'll find it, but it's not. Yeah, it's not, not in mass. I've, I mean, I haven't seen a full service station. No. God, it's got to be 30 years. When's the last time you had full service? Oh, you know what? I lived in Portland in the 90s, and they still have that out there. Is Oregon the one state out west that has it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they still have it, but it was full service all throughout the 90s for me. All right. Um, yeah, I just got a message from Chris, I think, uh, Chrissy says, Oregon? yeah, the same okay. thing. Yeah. 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 I be honest with you, I got out of my car and, like, watched the guy because I, <laughs> I couldn't you help but feel, your phone. I couldn't help but feeling it was some sort of scam going on. You know, uh, it's well, like, it is Massachusetts. It very, very well could have been corrupt. It was, it was just so weird, you know, because the guy didn't have a uniform on. You know that no. maybe maybe that's he's not required his, anymore. That you know the little Gomer pile hat, as you said. Yeah, you know? he's there in his Marilyn Manson T-shirt in Paris. You know. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanted you can trust your car to the man who wears the star, <laughs> the big bright Texaco. It's a star. Texaco. Yeah. There you go. That's a sign of age right there. Exactly. That just happened. Just very weird. All right. Well. Yep. Full service at the gas station. I was. I can't help it. I was suspicious. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm with you. I'm completely with you. So I went into a, a full-service gas station without even knowing it uh, last week when I was in Massachusetts. Stunned me, confused me, baffled me. Well, yeah, no, it I have been bet. many years. Yeah, I, I, I again, I, I, I didn't think even it's know been, how it went. I think it's been, with the exception of going through the state of New Jersey, I think it's been 30 years since I've seen a, 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 an actual full-service gas station. How about you? How long's it been? Never. Never. <laughs> right. Never, Never, ever? How, how old, old are, are you? Uh, 56. You should have experienced full service at some point. When you were a kid, when you well, went to the gas station with your dad? I, I remember seeing it. <laughs> it's like something I've heard about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a nightmare from the past. I, I remember I remember when the gas stations had full service and self-service islands. Oh, yeah, I remember okay, that. Yeah, right. when you had a choice. Yep. And, it was like, and it was like a quarter more a gallon for that or something like yeah, that. For, uh, yeah, for full I, service. Seems worth it now. No, I never used the full service island, but I remember they had the, those two separate islands. Yep. You know what that means? The supermarket, is, like today's supermarket, is yesterday's gas station. You have your choice of full service, yeah, or self service, yeah. When you exit, yeah, at some point you may only have self service. Although, I mean, that's happening in some places anyway. They're, they've got the play. They basically got one checker that is yeah. 
that is monitoring everything, and they're sitting in their office doing whatever paperwork they need to do. And then when that the inevitable, you know, skip bagging because you bought a twelve pack, you put that in the car, in the in the cart, and then you try to check out, bing, the light comes on, help yeah. is on the way. I don't need friggin' help. Uh, it's it's so the the, the self service or the full service gas station really confused me when I was when I was younger, when I was like eighteen or something. They they built a a place like you know these multi-pump places where you could go in and you would pump your own gas. It was all self-service. And I remember a woman just sitting there at the pump in her car, sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And I was just across from her. Finally, our eyes locked. Ooh. And she said, isn't anyone going to come out? Oh, boy. And I said, no, ma'am, this is this is is self-service. What? <laughs> so you know, yeah. I had a leader through the whole thing. You know, show her show her how to pump the gas. That was uh, that was merit. When I grew up in in Boston, that was it was uh, there was this place called Merit. It was a black and a black and red uh, motif, and the M was uh, incomplete. The yeah. Merit was like a, like yeah, two third, two third two thirds of an M, and and Merit was like the place that you got gas for like a dollar cheaper than everywhere else because they basically bought it from every different from like a different distributor every week. Yeah, that was the story I just told. That was at a Merit. They were the oh, it was they were the first multi pump. You know, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. 16 different pumps yeah. at one station. Because until then, it was Joe's Tire Shop, and they had a gas pump out front. Quincy Oil you know, yeah, we used to go to. Yeah, yeah. Quincy Oil. So. Anyway, and there's still, there were still some places. When I moved down to Memphis, Tennessee in the 90s, I pulled into uh, what would just be referred to as a gas station in the wrong part of town. Right. And there was a guy that literally looked like Scatman Crothers in the blue the blue overalls with the baseball hat. Sure. Sitting in a chair, leaning up against the wall. And it was they hadn't pumped gas since the Nixon administration, yet there were still gas pumps there yeah and he was just sitting there with the two garage doors open and the tire and you could smell oil and gas there and he just had the toothpick in his mouth the whole deal was going no i love <laughs> he looked like scatman crothers except without the axe in his chest well like yeah the shine now you made but, it dark now yeah. hey what's up as of uh like about probably before covid so let's say a couple years ago right the sinclair station at lincoln and uh scottsdale road still had full service really as of Sinclair. a couple years ago. I remember going into a Sinclair as a kid, you know, or, you know, my dad would be driving or my mom, obviously. And uh, with a certain number of Phillips, you got a large green dinosaur that was actually a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, that's like I've seen marathon stations out here now. I haven't seen marathon stations in years. Marathon, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. remember marathon? I remember right. them. Yeah. There, was, there was a place uh, in suburban Massachusetts. I don't know if you had this in New York. It was called Hafner's. Didn't have it. And Hafner's was, um, the, the, it had weird, a weird, like, uh, neon sign, like you would see in Vegas, but it was a neon outline of a huge donkey <laughs> on its front paws with the hind, you know, the hind hooves up in the air. Yeah. And it was Hafner's. And then in, in quotes, it kicks. <laughs> it was like, it needed a nice. slogan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, most and of that was, slogans. And that, and was, stuff, that yeah. was your that was your full service. And then we had yep. Esso. Uh, and, of course, you guys had Hess in New York. We had Hess. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of these places would do where you, they gave something away with a certain number of Phillips, like the, like the soap I was talking about. Or glasses. Our drinking glasses when I was a kid yeah. were, were Flintstones jelly jars that we got from a gas station. Yeah, my parents went yeah, there like Welch's, enough. Welch's got, grape yep. jelly with it, with like a cap on it. Yep. It was a pop cap. Um, uh, I think Mobile was the last one that used to do that. I don't know. I remember, I remember but, getting yeah. Mobile. They would send like like Mobile when I again. This is a Boston thing, but Mobile would give away depending on what season it was. You get a Mobile Red Sox glass, a Mobile Patriots glass, Mobile Bruins glass, and a Mobile Celtics glass. That was like the nice. set. You got one. Yep. So 
Good stuff. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, I guess. It's fun thinking about that stuff. But. Yeah, but full service, though. I mean, I, I don't know what I would do. So there's one here in the Valley. We should we should go there some if, morning. If it's even still doing it, I don't know, because I've never been to a full service here. And that's why, when I did it in Massachusetts last week, I was one confused person. Understandable. Now, it's very sad when you're... You know, when you're when you're young and you have these guys in music or sports, whatever that you look up to, and then you see them movies. Pack, you know, yeah. as, as you grow into an adult, and you know, you start start aging yourself. You see some of these people start dying, and it's always very sad. Somebody texted me yesterday. Actually, a couple of people texted me, and I got some emails about Paul Orndorff passing Which is, away. By the way, he comes. You, you want to know how old Paul Orndorff is? He didn't change his name. Orndorff. O R N D O R. FF. Two Fs. Two Fs. He's consonant hogging is Mr. what he's doing. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, professional wrestler. You may, uh, and again, both of us are wrestling nerds. Um, you may remember him as the guy who whooped ass on Hulk Hogan for a while. And then and then they had this like amazing feud that went on for like months. And they, yeah. were, able to, they were able to really sort of cash in on. He wasn't a very electric personality. He was just a tough guy. Well, I, you know what? They, uh. Uh, he, he was very modest, though, very modest. Uh, of course he Yeah. And a lot of people try to have a body like this, but they never will. Never. All you eight to fivers out there, all you common people, just check it out. And all you women that are ready to leave your husband for me, now you know why. Well, of course yeah. you know why. That was but he's very generous helping other people work Very out. helpful, of course. Don't you have any pride in yourself? No, you don't. You have no pride in yourself. Because if you did, you wouldn't look like this. It's disgusting. I can't believe that you walk in here like that and look like this. Now, he's a guy. We were talking about this yesterday. Uh, uh, was it John Sakantepa not going to work here anymore? From the, uh, uh, from the, from the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Milwaukee Bucks was, is, is what you would call the prototypical athlete in 2021. Paul Orndorff in like 1985, that was what a professional wrestler looked like. Well, he was he was a monster. I would say he looked better than what most professional wrestlers look like. He was right. he was ripped. He was chiseled out of granite that guy. He looked like a GI Joe. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, like he looked he looked like he looked like what The Rock looks like now. It's way I mean, yeah, it's way more common now, but back then it was like, "Oh my god, look at that guy." Yeah, he looked like something that you would you would you would carve out of stone. He was yeah. li- again, square head, square jaw, square jaw. Yeah, I mean yeah. just everything about him screamed tough guy. He was the kind of guy that I thought as a kid, well that's what I want to grow up to be. I want to be the biggest, toughest, strongest guy in the world. Then you realize he was also a legitimate tough guy. He was yeah. back when wrestling was was full of guys that if you met them in a bar and they had a buzz on, you didn't want to get on their bad side. He was also the guy who got pinned in the first WrestleMania main event. It was you know Hulk Hogan and Mr. T against Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff, and he was the guy who got pinned in that match. And it, funny, you mentioned this feud with Hulk Hogan in not, like it's like 1986. He, he was making so much money wrestling Hulk Hogan. He was making like 20 grand every week. Yeah, which that, is you work that out. That's a million money. bucks a year. That's good money. All right, so he's making he's having the best run of his career. Over this three or four month period, wrestling sure. Hulk Hogan, where sure. they, you know, uh, and they're touring the country, he got nerve damage in his neck while this was going on, and it was killing him. And he was lo- starting to lose the use of of one of his arms, but he was making so much money, he didn't stop wrestling. 
He went through the whole program with Hulk Hogan, and when it finally ended, then he took time off, but by then it was too late. If you saw him when he came back like two years later, his right arm was probably maybe 50, 55% the size of his left arm. Yeah, that's how much damage it did. Yep, that's how much damage it did. So, yeah. But those guys, they couldn't stop because if they stopped wrestling, they'd lose their spot. You know, they'd lose their spot on the pecking order, and they wouldn't make money, and they had no insurance. Yeah, they had no health insurance or any of that stuff. So there you go, Paul Orndorff uh, gone. By the way, coincidence or not, Hulk Hogan's first six opponents in WrestleMania are now all dead. Wow. Okay, the first two from the first one, King Kong Bundy from the second one, uh, Andre the Giant, Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah, they're all, they're all gone. That is uh, Macho Man. That's really weird. The first six opponents for Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania, all the first six WrestleMania opponents, dead. Wow. An investigation needs to be convenient. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> He's the last man standing. Who'd have thunk? We have an update. Yeah. Uh, our, our team, our crack team that's on the scene right now, reports back to us. The Suns still maintain a two-to-one game lead Excellent. in the NBA Finals. We'll right. continue to update yeah. you on that situation as it develops. We're keeping a very close eye on yep, this. Yep, exactly. Uh, by the way, who has seen the footage of the fight what are you in, doing? The, in the stands at the Suns Arena? This would have been Sunday while they were doing the watch party there. You're, you're supposed to be on the same team. Yeah, what, what is this, a Suns? Is this a, a Cardinals-Niners game? <laughs> what are we, in the third deck over there at Glendale? Yeah, so so this lady was there watching what was going on. Fans got a little chippy at the watch party at the Phoenix Suns Arena. I'm watching the game, and all of a sudden, I see a guy throw a beer onto a woman, onto her chest, her neck, into her hair. Hot. And so I was like, whoa, <laughs> mind blown, right? Right, yes, mind blown. It's if you watch the footage, what are you they, doing? there are two guys, especially, who get shoved when they weren't expecting it. Yeah. And one kid hits his head. Thankfully, those uh, those uh, um, seats are made out of Fisher Price plastic. <laughs> yes. I'll t- you can't really fight in a situation like that because the row in front of you is at your ankles. So you can't get it's hard enough just walking past someone. Right. And not knocking their nachos over <laughs> in an arena. <laughs> You can't fight because if you get pushed when you weren't expecting it, you go over that that row right in front of you because it's literally right at your ankles. It's right there yeah, to trip no you. Good. And that's what happens with a couple of these guys. And one guy takes a massive, massive header. Yeah, he's a kid. That, yeah. He's a young kid. And, he, and he, you can see it. Like I said, he bangs his head on the on the, uh, on the the chair, like two rows behind aren't technically in front of him. Right. Um, and bangs his head on it. And thankfully, the chair <laughs> flexes because, again, it's made out of Nerf. Um, but my God, but yeah, you d- could really get hurt. By you the could way, get hurt big time. By the way, Suns fan on Suns fan violence, stop it. We need to do a study on that. What the hell's wrong <laughs> yeah. with that? I'll tell you this, what. This shows, that this shows that we're not prepared to be in the NBA Finals. Well. Because we don't even know how to behave ourselves. I'll tell you what. If if the guy doing the pushing in those instances was Giannis, that guy from the Bucks, Right, yeah. They wouldn't have even called a foul, no, man. Course, yeah. You, you know, know what, what that, that is? That's a sports joke right there. That's what that is. Sick sports burn. <laughs> We've got problems on the roads. This report is about save thousands at newacunit.com. A new way to AC has arrived. That's newacunit.com. Right, I'm we... Liz Jordan on the Valley's Classic Rock Station. Let her 100.7 KSLX. I'm sorry, Liz. Sick sports burn. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need a little bit of Anbasol there oh, for that yeah. burn. That was a sick burn. Sick burn. Sick Mark and the Enderpo.
time for the Mark and Yander Paul Dumbass of the Day. Yeah. This first one was a couple of weeks ago in Covington, Washington. And uh, it was very, very late when Philip Cedarleaf got in after a long night. <laughs> Philip, is that you? I knew it was you. Philip Cedarleaf. It was like... (laughs) Cedarleaf, get in here. It was like 3 a.m. and then Philip had the munchies real bad. Yeah, I wonder why. Yep, Philip started up some laundry. Then he got into the Eggo waffles. Good stuff. Hell yeah. Also heated up some lean cuisine that was laying around. Yes, because you got to balance the waffles out with something. Yeah. Then he wailed away on some yogurt and a couple of popsicles. I mean, there's nothing like coming home. That is a good case of the munchies is what's going on there. Nothing like coming home and having a nice, huge late night snack. Sure. Like Philip did. Except, good, of course. Good thing he had a full refrigerator yeah. in his house. Well, well, yeah, I mean, there's only two things, two ways that this is bad. If, if you're watching your weight, then it's bad. Yes, obviously. Or if it's not your house. Uh-oh. It's really, really bad. I must be in the wrong house. Yeah, this is just a random house that Philip happened to wander into. <laughs> Philip! Yep. Philip didn't get a chance to finish his laundry. By the way, his name is Philip. Exactly. That's what he did. <laughs> Homeowners finally heard him after all that activity downstairs and the, came down and chased him out. He was later found by police. By the way, was he doing his own laundry or their laundry? I'm not sure. That's an interesting how much could he economy. Have, how much could he have brought with him? Where was he? Where was this again? This was in Covington, Washington. Well, it's, you know, Washington State. It's still a little bit cooler than it is here, so maybe he had a little bit more clothing on. Or maybe know. it was just sweaty clothing because they're dealing with inordinate heat up there now. Yeah, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. And in Rootstown, Ohio, over the 4th of July weekend, a 24-year-old driver was heading down I-76 around 9 o'clock on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Driver attracted the attention of police officers because he was doing 94 in a 70-mile-an-hour 70 70 zone. I believe that's an arrestable offense. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's kind of foolish of the driver, especially because he had weed with him. Oh, no. So the driver... Did he have to deliver it to Philip, who had a bad case (laughs) of the munchies? (laughs) Philip had his own, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, This driver, though, formulated a plan. Uh Uh-huh. He's going to let himself get pulled over. Right. And then cop to the speeding. Of course he should. But to spare himself the charges for the pot... Right. He decided to swallow his baggie of weed. The snozberries taste like snozberries. That didn't go so well, though, as the driver was choking on it <laughs> as police approached the car. The driver was in such bad shape, they had to pull him out. Well, you got to take the weed out of the baggie before, yeah. you, control, before you try to ingest it. He, they had to administer the Heimlich maneuver. Heimlich. Yep. Well done. That saved the driver's life. Of course, it brought up the evidence also. Oh, boy. Which yeah, is why it, cops have rubber gloves, by the way. I was just going to say, you know, well, I mean, vomit-laced yeah. pot is still pot. Yeah. And probably get a, still get a good second high off that. Being a cop is probably a gross job yeah. more often than it is a life-threatening job. Not that it can't be. Right. But yeah. you probably run into more situations where it's like, oh, I got to deal with this? Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would say, yeah. A lot, yep. lot of vomit involved. Yeah. Vomit. A lot of bodily fluids involved in policing these days. Sure. 24-year-old guy almost died over a minor misdemeanor. Wow. That yeah, ma- it's legal in Washington. Oh, he wasn't no, in Washington. He's in Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, yeah. That makes him, along with Washington State's Philip Cedarleaf. Cedarleaf. One of the two Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. I think those were two beautiful stories you just told. Yeah, things were sponsored by... Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, the newest Harley dealership in the Valley. They're at 159th Avenue in McDowell in Goodyear. Had a nice thing happen yesterday. Which was what? I went and picked my dog up from the kennel. Oh, you mean that dog you abandoned for over a week at a kennel, you 
selfless, heartless, you selfish, heartless bastard, you. No, I got to do that, man. No, I, no, I get gotta it. Got to do it. You That's why do I don't travel. Yeah. Oh, no, you, I mean, it's a big choice to make. I mean, I, I you know, when we got the dog, we were like, you know, we got to, we still got to travel and do things. So sure, we're, yeah. we're going to board this dog every once in a while. And it sucks leaving a dog at a kennel. It's I, terrible. I, it sucks leaving my dog every morning to go to work. I get it. It's you know, so, so yesterday. So how long, how long was in the kennel? Uh, 10 nights. And do you mind me asking how much a night? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. It's, it's, it's expensive. You know, anybody okay, who's yeah. got a dog knows how expensive. It was funny, though, because I, I go in there yesterday. It's a nice lobby. It's, you know, I'm sitting in the lobby. There's a guy there. It's an animal hospital, you know, or like, you know, a okay, clinic. Yeah. It's, well, a, that's, it's a that's great clinic. in case there's an issue, yeah. And then they have boarding also, obviously. So, right. A guy's standing there. He's got two German shepherds. Hell yeah. And nice, nice dogs. They're just sitting there. And... As I'm sitting there in the lobby, this other woman walks in from outside, and she's got two little ankle biters with her. Right. The ankle biters see the German shepherds, and they all start going nuts. They all start going crazy, barking at each other. I'm like, oh, my God, this is hilarious, because it lasted yeah, for a long time. No, that's dog communication. Hey, what are you doing? What's going on? What's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. So I, I grab my phone. I'm like, I got to record this. As soon as I start recording... They stop. The ankle biters go into another room. The woman shuffles them into this other room. And so I'm recording and everything's calmed down. Now, they're all mellow. But wait a second. The ankle biters are, they're rounding the bend. They're coming back. Oh, this could go again here. Yeah. Yeah, we're all dogs. Yes. Hi. What's going on? Can you imagine? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it went on for a while. Can you imagine working in an environment like that? Because that's the lobby. That's, yeah. where the, that's where the front staff is out there. My guess is there's a, bottle phone of, calls. there's a bottle of Anison right there by the, yeah. by, the, by the phone. They're taking phone calls, talking to people. I mean, can you imagine you're, you're talking on the phone and, and, and all of a sudden, boom. Um, can you hang on just for a minute? Shut up. And you can't tell them to stop. They're dogs. They're dogs. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, it was it was expensive. It's you know I mean it's basically about forty bucks a night at that point. And wow. I know and I know there's a guy listening who does like an in home pet sitting thing. He has mostly retirees come and pet sit for you. Sure. It's it sounds like a pretty cool business model. We thought about it, just weren't quite comfortable with it, and we had used this kennel before, and it was everything went fine, so we did that, and, and it was fine. But again, it's like 40 bucks a night, so you're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Here. Well, I mean, let's face it. It's expensive. <clears throat> you will spend more on your dog than you will on yourself. Sometimes. I, did, I mean, like, I was looking at, because one of my dogs, Lemmy, is now old, and um, my vet suggested that I change her diet. I started looking into, like, stuff like the farmer's dog and stuff like that. <laughs> is you that know, a food brand? Yeah, it's like the okay. food, like, where they deliver, like, fresh farm food type stuff stuff for your dog it's like mail order stuff okay yeah it's like i know about it it's a couple hundred bucks a week oh my god yeah it's ridiculous you can spend i'm not doing it i'm not doing it yeah i will tell you i did spend and i think this is i'll I'll call this the high water mark see if you can top this so one of my dogs when i first got him uh and this was we're talking 20 years ago now um so he's no longer with us uh he tore a ligament in his leg when we were living in, in ohio and I didn't realize it. It wasn't until the springtime. He did it in the wintertime. Didn't realize it in the springtime. He started carrying the leg. So next thing you know, I'm living in Northern California, and I have to go to the UC Davis Veterinary Clinic, and they have to rebuild his knee at a cost of $6,000. 6000 Now, I wasn't making 
the kind of money we make now. You know, the billions uh, and billions and billions of dollars that morning radio personalities oh, are paying. Oh, don't undersell it. We're making <laughs> way more than that. <laughs> but I will tell you, $6,000, I need reconstruction of my left knee. <laughs> and I won't do that. And the sad, I will pay, sad, I won't thing pay was, sad thing is the dog's jump shot never came back. No. He was never no, the same no, player no, after No, he that. ended up, he had to go play in Europe for a couple of years <laughs> is what he had to do. That's, so, you know... I'd be curious. 6,000? 6,000. All right. Can you beat that? 480-470-KSLX. I'm just curious if there's anybody who spent more on their pet in one instance than that. Ugh. I picked the dog up yesterday after yeah. 10 nights of boarding. It cost about 450 all right, $450. That's, it's uh, not outrageous, but it's, it's dogs about a, are, pets it's are expensive. Of, it's about a, what a week, like if you rent a hotel, like a Motel 6 or something like that, if you go, go like a weekly rate, that's about what a weekly rate is. Is like, it? Like, I, like 500 I, bucks a week or something like that. Yeah, so, I wouldn't yeah. know, but. I mean, um, it's usually more by the day, but if you're going to do it in a whole week block, and depending on what time of year it is, you can get a. Yes, but do you have somebody feeding you and letting you out twice a day? No, no, and you, and you can't just poop on the floor, right? So you got that going for you, which, which is, is nice. nice. So, uh, so then Paul says, uh, you know, I you, you had your dog, you took it in for surgery at one point, it cost you six grand. Yeah, that same dog later on would, uh, when he was like eleven years old, uh, his stomach would flip, which is common with German shepherds when they get old. Um, and the vet comes to us and says, "Hey, it's going to cost you eight thousand dollars if you want to get the surgery. We can reattach everything, and get everything going, but you need to make that decision quick because he's dealing with you know yeah. an issue right now. He's close to eleven, um, and German shepherds rarely live to see thirteen. Right. And it's going to take six to twelve no, gotta, months for recovery. So you got to make a call here. You have to make real decisions. Yeah, which which is which is always the worst decision to make. So we asked, you know, okay, Paul, six grand surgery. Can you top that? Eight grand. Oh. I have a four-year-old Yorkshire Terrier. In December, she seized up on me. I thought she was having a heart attack. You know, yeah. when you have a wife and two daughters just looking at you crying, going, what are you going to do, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough spot to be in. you yeah. got to make a real decision in that point. Well, here's the thing. You know, when you, when you and this is going to sound horrible when I say it, but when you have a pet, no matter what it is, so it's a dog, cat, lizard, whatever, you play God at some point. You know, there, you, you, make have, the you, have, you have to make yeah. a cut because the dog can't decide for itself and you don't want it to suffer and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. but I mean, let's face it, I would do anything I could to get another two years out of Lemmy. I don't know that that's going to happen, yeah. but I would do anything I could within reason to do that. And, and there's, there's this guy. Yeah, we're about 7000 for a cat that we had for four, we got as a kitten, we had for about four months. Wow. Developed uh, feline infectious peritonitis, FIP. It was 3K for the MRI. And then the treatment is 84 doses at about $50 a shot. Oh, but who's counting? Yeah. He is. So 50 doses at, or 84 doses at $50 a shot would be like, like 40 grand. It'd be 4,200. Yeah. Plus the three grand yeah. for the MRI. Like seven yeah. grand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. Uh, for a kitten. Yeah, we had a cat that got hit by a car. Oh, know, uh, oh um, Jesus. You know, just a very slow-moving car and just kind of caught the wheel, but it hurt the cat really badly. And the cat was like 19 at that point. Yeah. It, was, it was an old cat. And it would have, you know, the, the gamut of tests they would have had to put the cat through yeah. to then figure out what was wrong and whether how many more years would the cat have. So, we, you know, that decision yeah, they made. you, you got to make know? that call. Yeah. But, but if you, you know... All of these are way beyond just boarding your dog. I mean, you don't have to board your dog, Mark. You chose to board your dog. You chose to abandon it for a week in a place, a strange place. Stop that. <laughs> so so I could live a life, you know? Yeah. I got to do that. So. But, <laughs> but it sucks doing it. I because, know, yeah. 
I tell you, as soon as she realizes it's that place, because she's been there a couple times, the back legs start trembling. Oh, no. And I'm like, take her. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> yeah, you just have to just have to turn, close your eyes, turn you around, do. and walk out. Yeah. You do. You can't, they, you can't prolong it. You just got to go, because no matter what you say, what I've realized is they don't really understand English. <laughs> <laughs> they just hear sounds. They don't care. Better late than never to get into Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. We welcome Scott from Sunny Slope to the program. Now, Scott, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you five questions. I'm going to ask Mark five questions. Whoever gets more correct graduates from the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. First thing you got to do is kick Mark out of the studio so I can ask you the questions and he can't hear them. Go ahead. Get out in the studio, Mark. All right, then. That's right. simple. There he goes. He'll go next door and hang out with Guido, the producer. We have that. We don't really can't afford an isolation booth. We don't have that kind of budget. We can't even get billboards. But that said, here come your five questions. Question number one. Which classic rock album is sometimes said to be the soundtrack to the music to The Wizard of Oz? Oh, Dark Side of the Moon. All right. Question number two. Jerry Garcia, famously known to appreciate his fans. What band was he in? You've got to be kidding me. I'm the biggest millennial deadhead you've ever met. Grateful Dead. Question number three. Which guitarist asked, are you experienced? Jimi Hendrix. Question number four. Who is the Southern man singer that gets name checked in Sweet Home, Alabama? Neil Young. And question number five, which traveling Wilbury is also a Beatle? George Harrison. All right. This is cool. Is this really, did I actually, am I caller seven? Yeah, hang on one second. Mark's coming back in. Here's the deal, Mark. The pressure is on. Oh, really? If you miss one, you lose. Really? If you miss one, you lose. You met right. your match, Mark. And what's this guy's name? Scott from Sunny Slope. All right. All right. I'm ready. Go Question for it. Question number one. Which classic rock album is sometimes said to be the soundtrack to The Wizard of Oz? That would be Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Question number two. Jerry Garcia, famously known to appreciate his fans, what band was he in? The Grateful Dead. Question number three. Which guitarist asked, are you experienced? Jimi Hendrix. Question number four. Who's the Southern man singer that gets name-checked in Sweet Home, Alabama? Neil Young. Question number five. Oh boy. Which traveling Wilbury was also a Beatle? That'd be George Harrison. We have a tie. <laughs> we have a tie. Tie that goes was, to the mark. Yeah. That oh. was tough. Or, I mean, that was that made me nervous when I came in and I found out Scott nailed all five of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, he swept the whole thing. Unfortunately, nice. so did you. So we have a tie, which means, uh, Scott, you don't get to graduate because Mark likes to take the victory it's away ha- from you. It's house rules, Scott. You understand we own the casino. So. <laughs> it's a push. Nobody wins. <laughs> I want you guys to know I got two, two young kids. Every morning driving to school, we do the 30-second song challenge. It is, it is insane how how much of a uh, uh, like a, a ritual it is for them. My son Joaquin is seven almost. My daughter Mia is almost four. They look forward to it. You know, right seven twenty eight, seven thirty one. Sometimes it's not right on the dot at, at time wise. But dude, we're, we're loyal listeners to you guys, and I just appreciate the chance to you know take a stab at beating the dean. I, I love that they appreciate the 30-second song challenge. It's all the songs they grew up with. Yes, so it's, exactly. Yes. You know. And the important thing is we don't have to call <laughs> CPS on you because you're parenting right. Yes, you're doing a good job. Right on, guys. All right, man. Thanks for listening, Scott. We appreciate you playing. Take care. 
Now, how cool was that? I don't know. I kind of wish he'd beat you. I mean, he did, <laughs> technically. I mean, he, you didn't best him, is what I'm saying. Well, you said that. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, well, i got to make the questions harder, apparently. All right. Good job, Scott. He's a good player. Yeah. All right. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. Huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.